Munich may be known for Oktoberfest, but when we were there, we came across a completely different festival. You're listening to Travel FOMO, a podcast for people self-diagnosed with Wanderlust. Thanks for tuning in to the Travel FOMO podcast. I'm Jamin Houghton, and I'm here with Mon Frau Hilary Houghton. That's me, Frau Houghton. <laughs> and today we are talking about our time in Munich. Yeah. Yep. Munich, Germany. Yeah. We, uh, it was fast and furious while we were there. Yep. Like, um, we got to do a lot. There's so much to Munich. It's the Bavarian capital. It's in a very beautiful part of Germany. Uh, the weather was a little gloomy while we were there. It was a little rainy, a little wah, wah. but that uh, didn't stop us from from seeing things. Um, Munich was uh, almost, I think, like 80% destroyed during World War II. But when they decided to build the city back, they were kind of debating, do we build it back as like a modern city or do we build it back the way it was? And they elected to build it back the way it was. So a lot of the old original buildings, um, like the town hall where the big glockenspiel is that you can go and, and see it go off. It, it reenacts historical scenes, um, on the hour when it goes off that the town hall is original and all the real, all the buildings around it, even though they may not be as old, they look historically accurate. They'll built back the way they were. So it's really a cool place to go visit and see there's so much history there so much to do uh it was my first time there yeah. uh, but not your first time you'd been before yeah that's right my sister and i went um a long time ago <laughs> like 20 something years ago um and we came across you know actually i think that might not be true i think it was like 15 <laughs> i gotta like <laughs> um so we came across i'll never forget we we came upon the English gardens and like really just kind of relaxed in these gardens. And uh, we came across a nude beach there in the English gardens. <laughs> so it was a little bit different experience than it was for you and I. It was very sunny while my sister and I were there. It mm. was excellent weather. And um, if you want to hear all about our, our perspective of the nude beaches in um, and the surfers that are in the middle of Germany, um, you can go check that out during our or on the secret season. So, um, yeah, we have a good time reliving that. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got into that on, on the secret season, which is a lot of fun. No, uh, no nude sunbathers while uh, while we were there. No, nope. it was really April cold this time. and a little rainy. Oh yeah, it was pretty cold. And we, um, I believe you had said we arrived from Strasbourg, France, mm -hmm. and uh, we stayed at Hotel Daniel, and is a pretty average hotel, very affordable. It's what we were going for. Um, so we were kind of surprised by you know how they really brought it whenever it came to breakfast, <laughs> yeah. like. There was a free breakfast and we didn't think much about it. And we went to like, we might not have even, did we even take advantage of it every day? Yeah. We did. Yeah. yeah. Um, we weren't expecting a whole lot. Yeah. Because we had to book the hotel last minute because our Airbnb canceled on us. Oh, that's right. And so it was like a mad scramble to find a place. And so we were like, well, I guess, I guess this will work, yeah. I guess. And it ended up being great. 
It was great. They brought out, um, it was mostly a cold breakfast, but it was awesome. They brought out ham and cheeses and hard boiled eggs and coffee and tea and a bread basket and all kinds of stuff. And the bread baskets had pretzels in them. Yep. And so my, my favorite thing that I like figured out was like, I'm getting this pretzel and then like I dip it in the chocolate sauce and they serve like chocolate like in a little plastic jelly container (laughs) as you like peel off the top of it and like you can dip your pretzel in this chocolate breakfast of champions i loved that (laughs) and then i would like sneak away some of the like bread because because we po we not working anymore (laughs) (laughs) and so i was like sneaking away like the last of our bread basket because it's pretty obvious like they're gonna throw it away and so i'm like well yeah i mean i'll eat it later (laughs) (laughs) snack lady hello (laughs) right walking around with with bread from the from the continental breakfast yep exactly but they did such a nice job and like the guy there was like so sweet and he took a lot of pride in his breakfast that he presented to everybody and just it was really it was really pretty nice i like i ended up loving our german breakfast um i'll say i say german german austrian switzerland the kind of breakfast we Mm -hmm. had there yeah i ended up really liking them they just they weren't necessarily hot breakfasts 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 <laughs> but <laughs> they weren't hot but they were like um really well done and great display and everything like they always took a lot of pride in that so yeah they were actually all really good and helped us out a lot like you said financially yeah. Because we would eat kind of a big breakfast and then really not eat again till dinner. So mm-hmm. it worked out. It worked out great every time we had it. It was really good. Yeah. Well, and I remember on our first night, our first night there, we were like, okay, well, let's go to, we were going to go to an Augustiner beer hall. Yeah. And we were all excited for, we're going to go to the beer hall. And we were going to go all the way across town. We were like walking (laughs) a long ways. Like I was like, we have to go to this specific one that is supposed to be the best. And you were like, really? (laughs) Yeah. I was like, you know, we just, we walked past one. There's one like right there. Yeah. And you're like, no, this is, this is the one that we have to go to. But what we didn't know, like, sorry to like interrupt, but. This is kind of important. We found out that Augustiner, every beer hall that serves Augustiner, the name of the beer hall basically starts with Augustiner. Right. And then they put their like more localized, you know, or the name of their like beer hall or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's a little misleading because like in an American sense, you would think that they're all part of the same um chain right but they're not correct it just means that they all serve that kind of beer right (laughs) and so like for me i was like wait are all these all kind of the same places maybe we just go into this one and then we kind of started realizing like no that's not how that works yeah it it does make a difference and so we were headed to uh headed to the one that that we identified as the best one and we got there and they're like sorry we're closed for a private deal uh but on our way we had walked past the street and we noticed there were a bunch of bright lights and a Ferris wheel and some kind of carnival happening. Yeah. And so the instant that the beer hall was off the menu, the carnival automatically jumped its way to the top of the list. Yeah. And we headed over there and it was really, really cool. It was a super local thing. So... 
I felt I felt like it was at least seventy five percent like high school and college age kids. Yeah. There at this deal. They had several uh, beer tents and things like that. They sold like pretzels and cookies and and all kinds of stuff, like obviously a lot of beer. But I was surprised that almost everyone was in like traditional garb, like dirndls and lederhosen, but they weren't like cheeky. They weren't like Halloween costume, like cheap stuff. They were like real legit lederhosen and dirndls and they were wearing them for real yeah it wasn't like a costume party mm-hmm. you know they were wearing them with like their cool shoes like vans and doc martens and things like that a lot of the guys had their lederhosen on with like a hoodie over it and stuff yeah. like that i was kind of blown away i didn't realize that that traditional dress was still kind of a thing almost like cowboy boots and cowboy hats in texas Mm-hmm. that there's still a bunch yeah. of people that wear them for real, that it's yes. not like, it's not like a dress up thing. It's like, no, yeah, I put on my cowboy boots tonight. Yeah. And that's the way that they wore that traditional Bavarian garb there, mm-hmm. particularly to this festival. And I, I just thought that was kind of amazing. It was really cool. Yeah. That was literally, I think I talked to you about that all night long it is the only (laughs) notes we have on the carnival the only thing i wrote down about the carnival was every single thing that everybody was wearing great depth i mean like i literally researched this for so long and then i started sending pictures home to everybody i knew at home and i was like oh my gosh check this out this is what people are wearing here and it's so I thought it would have been something outdated, but it is very much modern. Yeah. And they've modernized it in their own way. Um, they they also, they're very likely to wear it for um, holidays or big events or yeah. weddings or mm-hmm. things like that. Like whenever they get dressed up, they go super traditional, which I thought was really cool. And then the other thing that I thought was so neat is that like, if you guys aren't aware, James throwing out some words there, but like, um, dirndls are what the girls wear. And it's like this ruffled apron dress that's really tied around the waist. And it's got like this bodice. And then it kind of like poofs out into this skirt that comes down below your knees. And girls still wear it that way. They haven't turned it into something super sexy or super modern. Um, I say modern, they haven't turned it into something like super short and, you know, tried to make something that it's not. They've kept it pretty traditional in some ways. And so they're all wearing these dresses that are like coming down to their calf, which I find like so interesting Mm -hmm. um, that they're not trying to make it promiscuous or anything. Um, And then at the same time, um, guys are wearing like the lederhosen, which are like the shorts with the suspenders, usually made of leather Mm -hmm. or suede. Um, So really nice. Yeah. Like nice stuff. Um, and then with the girls, I thought it was so interesting because their bodice wouldn't usually have a bow on it. And that's how they would, um, that's how they would kind of express to the world their relationship status. So (laughs) it's kind of like the Facebook status it's, and they still do this today, supposedly, um, the girls, um, they tied on the left or the right, and I can't, I don't remember which is which, but one side means that you're taken, and the other side means that you are available. <laughs> I just think that's so fun. And just to see all these kids running around, 
it just they made it culturally relevant and cool yeah it was like what i did not know this yeah it was it was a lot of fun we did try a lot of food there thinking that it would be like like the state fair or something that we could get like super legit food super there foodie, yeah. and the, it was not that way no, <laughs> like no. it was mainly there to like have fun and like drink beer so yeah the food got, like, wasn't great but we did we did have a few good things but yeah but we even got like a pretzel and it was like cold yeah it wasn't like it yeah wasn't we awesome. like we got a few things that we were really excited to try and they were just sort of like me they're okay but i got like um some mini pancakes i think yeah i remember that and they were so good like I, i'm talking about like the size of like a i don't know a 50 cent piece maybe right yeah and um but yeah and they like you would eat them with a toothpick and they had like drizzled like um i think chocolate sauce and maybe bananas or something like i got to pick my toppings and it was really good that was one of my favorite things we had that night. Yeah. Do you remember we bought that cookie that says yes. like, didn't it say like, I love you or something like that? Ish liba dish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it was like a cookie necklace. It was a cookie necklace. And that was another thing that like, not, okay, it wasn't as popular as I thought. Like I was like, what is this cookie thing? And I bought it and it's less about like it tasting good. I think so much as like you buy it and you give it to somebody Right. So you basically bought it and gave it to me. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. and I got to like wear it around my neck. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's a good thing that it was made for wearing and not for eating because it wasn't great. We tried to eat it and it wasn't. Yeah. It, wasn't it was just great. like a, a gingerbread. Yeah. And it was a little hard and, you know. I feel like at the, like the fair or something here, guys like do some kind of carnival thing, get like a stuffed animal for their girl. Mm-hmm. And there they just buy them a cookie necklace. Yeah, that's they, probably right. Yeah, that's around. probably so true. That's kind of. I did see some the of the young kids, like yeah, like yeah. sporting them. <laughs> but um, that was just so much fun. I was thrilled when I saw this huge Ferris wheel glowing in the night. I was like, I want to come back here, no matter what. Like we are doing this. Yeah. And then when all the the dinner plans didn't work out, it was like perfect. Yeah, it was great. We walked over there, and it like, it was really exciting and really kind of one of the first times that we've been around like a bunch of people like we'd been in some crowded places but like a place where like people were kind of shoulder to shoulder and pushing through every place was just kind of opening up after covid and you could tell that everyone was really excited to be doing this sort of thing again Mm. and getting to have these kinds of celebrations again And, and you really kind of felt that in the air and felt that way. So it was a lot of fun to get to do that. Yeah. And it was super German, super Bavarian, like nobody else from another country. Like (laughs) Mm -mm. we were the only ones that I could tell. Yeah. And the other cool thing that we didn't do so much, but there were just tons of beer gardens, like pop-up beer gardens throughout the carnival. And that was really fun too. And I think one of them was like a carousel bar. And so you could go sit on a carousel and like That's drink right. beer. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just, it was pretty fun. Like you could tell they know how to have a good time. So that yeah. Was cool. yeah. Yeah. That, that was really cool. Yeah. And then the next morning we went for a run as always. Um, and believe it or not, it rained on us again. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was like, I'm over the running in the rain at this point. But um, we went to the English gardens because I was thinking like, 
I want to show off these English gardens to you. Like, I'm going to help you find this nude beach. You know, I'm sure you want to see it. <laughs> and um, there was like nobody there. Like, it was like all raining. But that was, it was kind of nice though. Yeah. Because it was quiet. And like, it's this huge, huge park. Oh, it's massive. And so we had plenty of space to run many miles. And I don't even remember how far we went that day. But, um, but you wouldn't even think that you were in a city when you go no. to English gardens. Yeah, it's so it's so big and so massive and when you get in the middle of it you just feel like you're out in the country. Yeah. Um there's that big uh the Chinese tower mm-hmm. there like a big beer garden with this Chinese tower in the middle of it that was really cool to see and it was kind of fun that I'm sure it would be amazing to see when it's all full of people on a bright sunny day too, but it was kind of fun to see it. Uh, basically deserted like we kind of had the place to ourselves because of the weather yeah but it was it was a lot of fun it was a a really nice run yeah and um the thing that always sticks out to me too about that park is there's a river that runs through it and there are like local surfers that literally go and surf the river Mm -hmm. and um i don't know that we got to see that at all we saw the spot where they do it, but there wasn't anybody out there. Yeah, but yeah, it's um, it's just a cool thing. And if you happen to be there, you really need, if you're in the garden already, you need to go see those surfers Yeah. because people just stand around and watch all them. It's, it's pretty, pretty entertaining. But um, so after that, we, we went to see some cathedrals. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we went on a walking tour, mm-hmm. which uh, was pretty good. Um. What would you say stood out to you the most about the walking tour? Um, well, I I think it was in St. Peter's Church along the sides of the church. So there's like the main area of the church and then these offshoot little chapels along the sides. And in one of the little chapels, there was a glass box, a very ornate glass box containing a very ornate skeleton. It was this lady, St. Was it? Mundita, I think. Um, but she was the patron saint of single women and said to protect the, the, the single women of Munich. But her skeleton was in there and it was wrapped in jewels. That and, was crazy. Yeah. And granted, in Europe, there, there's a lot more death and morbidity depicted in kind of everything in, in art and in sculptures and in things. But seeing a skeleton in that box. I was not prepared to see a skeleton in that box and yeah. especially and a, a skeleton case right. in the church. Yeah. You're in this church and you're like, Oh, there's this glass case. I wonder what's in there. It's some kind of artifact or some kind of, you know, crucifix or something like that. And you walk over and oh, it's a skeleton and with a ton of gaudy jewel jewels all over them. Yeah. Which is kind of odd too, because it's, Although churches and cathedrals can be so elaborate and they can be a little bit um, like super ornate and expensive looking, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't expect somebody to put their wealth on display like that. Right. In a church. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It it was really interesting and um, yeah, just something, something kind of crazy that 
was not expecting but we got as part of that walking tour yeah i think we actually i think you and i might have gone inside and happened to just see it and we're like what is up with this skeleton right with all of these like jewels on it and then we went on the walking tour and they told us about it and we're like oh my gosh yeah now we know what that's all about (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. it kind of made more sense once (laughs) once we got it explained to us on the walking tour which is another great reason to to take a walking tour but yeah uh, we also got walked through like the the glockenspiel that we had seen earlier and the um the festival of the dance of the coopers was going on while we were there and so the coopers are guys that make barrels and so they make the barrels that all the beer is stored in the crazy thing about the dance of the coopers that we got to see while we were in Munich that we didn't know until we got the information from the tour is that the Coopers do this dance and it's depicted on the glockenspiel and all this stuff to commemorate the end of the play. And it happens every seven years. So it doesn't happen all the time. It was supposed to happen in 2026, but they moved it up to 2022 to mark the end of COVID. Yay. Which is... Crazy Another that, plague. Right. Like the the new plague. Yeah. And it's crazy that this thing has happened every seven years where the Coopers get together and do this dance since the last pandemic. Yeah. And now they're now they do it again. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy that there is still pandemics. Yeah. And that like we've survived one of them. You it, know? Yeah, it really is. And you look at Europe and, and the the plague there, the Black Plague was such a big deal there in so many places. And yeah, you're just reminded that you do sur- like you do survive. Mm-hmm. And life does go on and it continues. And the dance of the Coopers marks that. And I thought it was really cool that we got to be there during that time. Yeah. As like Munich was celebrating the fact that COVID was over yeah. and we were there to see them celebrate. You know? Yeah, that was a lot of fun. That's awesome. Is there something you know about that revolutionizes the way you travel? Can it solve problems and help people around the roadblocks on their adventures? Is it just plain cool? If you have a product like that, we would love to tell people about it. Get in contact with us and maybe next time we'll be talking about your product right now. So one of the crazy stories to me about the Munich Cathedral in particular is the whole legend about the devil paying for the cathedral. Yeah, and we wouldn't have known that if we hadn't gone on a tour. Yeah, the like the the walking tour is where we we heard this story and the story goes that the devil made a deal with the people of Munich that he would pay to have the cathedral built if they built it with no windows. So the they cathedral sold their soul to the devil. <laughs> right. Which is it's so crazy that like the devil's like, yeah, I'll pay for your cathedral as long as there's no windows. Sure, I got some money. <laughs> but uh and so they they construct the cathedral and they do so where it has windows, but the pillars that run down the middle of the cathedral hide the windows from the entrance. So they said they completed the cathedral. Invited the devil in, he stepped in, couldn't see any windows, and so paid for the cathedral, and then left. And there's this footprint on the floor 
that's said to be the devil's footprint. Like that's where he stepped in and didn't go any further. So he didn't see any windows and paid for it. And it's just such a, such a crazy, funny story to me that like, you would be like, man, we really need a new church. I don't know how we're going to do it. Let's talk to the devil and see if he'll pay for it. Yeah. Well, and the really funny part is like you guys, when you, when you look at the video on YouTube, you'll see that like we, we go and we stand in that same spot. And it is true that there are no windows that you can see along the sides. Right. But you can see a stained glass window right in front of you. Yeah, the big stained glass window. The big one at the end, (laughs) that's also a window. Yeah. So I just think that's funny because it's like clearly, you know, nobody tried too hard. (laughs) Right. But it is an interesting part of the architecture of it, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah. And for there to be a, like, a footprint that's preserved inside a church that's supposed to be the devil's footprint is just, that's funny. I wonder whose footprint it really is. It's the devil's. It's the architect's footprint. He's size nine. <laughs> That's very small. <laughs> we also did a little shopping because the shopping is really good right there. So yeah, like, actually. You're was, in this yeah. whole historic district, but there's also a lot of new shopping. And um, yeah, I was, I was super impressed by the shopping. We got you a rain coat yes because up until this point you had been walking around in a really cool coat but not a (laughs) waterproof coat you're like no it's waterproof and it's like no it's not it's water resistant maybe yeah (laughs) Yeah. but it's like definitely not waterproof i on the other hand was super proud of my like north face raincoat that i'd purchased and it was like hardcore waterproof and then we end up getting you something you know it was yeah. like that something legit because when you're getting rained on constantly for days mm-hmm. you've got to have something that's just repelling the water like crazy yeah i like i had struggled before we left as to whether or not to pack something and i ended up not bringing a rain jacket and then i couldn't believe that i made it through i made it through england and scotland and ireland without necessarily needing one super bad and then it had just rained so much on us in Strasbourg and then in Munich that we just finally broke down and yeah. bought a rain jacket. Yeah, but it was a perfect purchase. Like, yeah. It was really it was worth it. Yeah, I wore it quite a bit, and it, it's come in handy a lot of times since then, too. Yeah. So, Is that hard for you to buy something like that on a trip? Like, to be like, I'm going to buy something like one I'm like freezing because I didn't pack warm enough clothes or I packed way too warm of clothes and I am just like I'm sweating all the time I've got to get some like t-shirts and shorts or something how do you feel about that yeah I think I think I need to be reminded to like budget with that in mind budget like leave room in the bag leave room in the budget to buy some clothes when you're wherever you're going. Cause I think that's the hard part for me is like an unbudgeted expense. Like it's really hard for me to go there and especially like buying a legitimate rain jacket that is waterproof. And I even went back and forth. I was like, do I just buy something cheap that maybe can just get rid of later on? Or do I buy something legit that I'm going to keep? And I ended up buying something legit, which I was glad that I did. But yeah, I think I need to be reminded like, put money in the budget and room in the bag to buy some stuff while you're 
while you're wherever you're going. Yeah. Well, and I just think about like, I think my, my thought more is just, you know, you want to enjoy yourself. Yeah. Are you not going to enjoy yourself for seven days, 10 days, like three months? (laughs) No, that is absolutely not going to work. Like it is worth the $150 to get you the legit jacket so that you can enjoy yourself and not think about this day after day. Yeah. Uh, No, I agree. I think if you find yourself in that situation where you're like, okay, I don't have, I, what I have isn't cutting it. Yeah. And I need, whether it be shoes or or a coat or like something warm or something cooler, just like you said, like, I think it's worth it to spend the money. It's hard for me to do that, but it is worth it. Yeah. So that was a Saturday. Mm -hmm. It was was kind of a weekend. We spent like the weekend. (laughs) So we like came out on Friday night, went to the carnival all day Saturday around town, shopping, enjoying ourselves. Um, And then that night we were exhausted. Yeah, because we had got up run, had gone on a really big run, the walking tour, all the stuff, the shopping, go, 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 go. And that night, like we came back, we're like, you know what? We're going to get a good night's sleep. Like we're going to go to bed, get a good night's sleep. Yeah. And we lay down and there were, there was some kind of bar or something on the ground level below our hotel room. And the people were getting after it like they were having a grand old time it was so loud it was so loud like they had the (laughs) most fun (laughs) yeah they were having a great time drinking their beer and their jaeger and whatever else they were having and it was so loud and i remember laying there in bed thinking like it feels like we're in the same room yeah as these people like It There's, felt like they were outside the glass. Yeah. Right there. Like they were just right there. And I remember thinking to myself several times, like, how is it this loud? Like, how are they this loud? The window has to be open or something. But I was like, I know I closed all the windows yesterday when we got here. I know they're closed. Like, I know they they can't be open. Yeah. We haven't opened them. Yeah. Why would they be open? And so... Man, it just went on and on all night long. At one point, like you could tell they shut the bar down at like three in the morning. And then like some girl like screams. Screamed. Like I was scared. Like I remember thinking like, oh my God, is she okay? Yeah. I remember thinking the same thing. And then you like, you could hear her and a few other people laugh. And so it was like, okay, she just got like startled or something. But it was... It was crazy. It was one of those things like screamed so loud that you're like, we're going to have to call somebody. Well, and every time somebody would like throw something in the trash can, it was like two tin cans with aluminum cans in them. (laughs) And they just kept pouring them from bucket to bucket (laughs) over and over multiple times in the night. I was like, what is happening down there? Yeah. Yeah. They were like, they would come out and like throw bottles, like bags of bottles away and they would clank and... Well, and there was like a cement, like it was almost all cement down there. So mm-hmm. like you've got the hotel and it's like, it's basically wall to wall with these other buildings, like office buildings and stuff. And it kind of creates this like courtyard down there. Yeah. And then down there at the bottom of the courtyard, it's not like there's grass. It's like concrete. Like, so everything is just echoing off of each other like crazy. Oh, yeah. 
And we finally, at like four in the morning, everyone went their separate ways. We were able to sleep for just a little bit. And in the morning is when we realized that when housekeeping came in to clean the room that day, they had opened the windows. The window was open. So we need not suffer like we did all night long. Mm -hmm. If only one of us had like gotten up to check the window. Yeah. 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 That was, that was was brutal. (laughs) (laughs) We like still, that is like the story. Like when I think of Munich, I'm like, oh, Remember that one night. (laughs) (laughs) Right. We left the window open. So stupid. But the bed we had was like awesome because like we were in that part of Europe where they like they would put two twin beds together and make you this ginormous like bed. King size bed. Yeah. (laughs) Oh man, it's awesome. And like super white sheets and white, you know, coverlet. Yeah. And I like love that so much. Um but yeah, the next morning it was Mother's Day, it was Sunday. Yeah. The beginning of May, it was Mother's Day, and um, it was super special because you made it super special um, <laughs> for me because um, if you guys have heard some of our other episodes, um, you know that we had a daughter named Hollis born in 2017, and she lived six days, which is not long. She was born the day after Mother's Day. I think so, yeah. Yeah. And um, she was due like right before Mother's Day and just like was hanging on and hanging on. And uh, but she only lived six days because she had a um, a genetic disorder that um, we happened to both unknowingly be carrying um, the the DNA for that. And she got it. And um, so. We still celebrate Mother's Day, though, because yeah. of her, and it is our way of celebrating her, is to celebrate Mother's Day, to celebrate Father's Day, to celebrate her birthday, and um, it was so sweet that morning. I hadn't thought a whole lot about it. It was easy. It was easier not to think about it, Mother's Day and stuff, since yeah. we were traveling and there was lots of other stuff to think about, but... Um, but at some point while we'd been shopping in Munich, you had gone into a jewelry store and gotten me a gold band with these little diamonds in it. Yeah. All the way around it. And it was perfect because it was a little stackable ring that would go with all my little stackable rings that I all wore together. And um, you'd got me another one, I think the other, the Mother's Day before that. Mm-hmm. And it had like... The little emerald for her birthday and for her birthstone and then uh, with diamonds and and little emeralds and stuff. And so, and then I have another little ring that says Hollis and, you know, know, all this stuff. But all these little stackable rings that kind of represent her. And so you added to the addition um, and it was perfect and it fit and everything and um it was just exactly what I would have gotten for myself and um it was like super sweet to get to to celebrate um and to be remembered and even while we were traveling and the fact that you snuck away from me and somehow did that it's kind of crazy I don't even know how you got got away from my grasp <laughs> <laughs> well we were shopping as you said and you like to try on clothes and when you try on clothes i know that i've got a good half hour <laughs> <laughs> to 
to do True. about anything that I need to do. And so yep. I snuck over <laughs> across the way to a little jewelry store that I'd found and and got that. But it was it was fun to get to celebrate and and celebrate away and because Hollis was born so close to Mother's Day. I feel like every time Mother's Day comes around, you kind of like brace for impact a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, knowing that we were going to be on this trip and in another country, like it was, it was fun to get to celebrate a little and, and do it that way with a little surprise. And the whole day ended up being a day that honored Hollis in a way we wouldn't even know because we ended up going to the new Schwanstein castle And it was like, we come to find out, we didn't really know, but it's made of a certain kind of stone that they call the New Swan Stone, hence New Schwanstein. And swans is, you know, was kind of like Hollis's mascot. Her whole bedroom was decorated in swans. So swans have a lot of meaning to us. And we kept seeing them throughout Europe and it was super special for us but to be at that castle on mother's day oh my goodness it was um it was pretty meaningful and it was actually pretty easy to get there and we'd kind of braced for like oh man it's gonna be crazy we're gonna have to take a bus and a train and another bus (laughs) and we were like what but it was no big deal at all no it was so many tourists go there yeah it's a well-oiled machine um but yeah, the the views were gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous. Once you got over your fear. Oh, that's right. I did have a little bit of a scare. Okay, so here's the deal. You can like you can take like a a horse-drawn carriage up this mountain to the top of this castle and this is the castle, guys. The castle. If you think about like all the castles, if you imagine in your head what a castle looks like, you probably think of the Disney castle. Mm-hmm. Well, this is the castle that inspired the Disney castle. Right. So this is like Cinderella's castle, more or less. And it's up on this mountain and you have to take a train to one city, then like a bus to the next. And you take buses to the point where you can start walking. And it's like 40 minutes, an hour of walking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you could take a horse-drawn carriage. A lot of people do walk the road, though. Mm-hmm. But we decided to hike a trail. <laughs> <laughs> and I let you convince me that there were bears. And I was actually, like, a little nervous. Like, I was like, I wonder what kind of wildlife exists here. Surely there's wildlife. I mean, this is, like, really... It felt like we were in, like, the black forest. Mm-hmm. Like, it was legit forest of, like fairy tales right yeah and so we're like hiking through this and and then all of a sudden I kind of look down and I'm like well that's not a footprint what is that like that's not like a deer print like what is that and then pretty soon I was convinced that there were bears yeah so so you're making lots of noise oh yeah like I was shouting like, hey bear hey bear our whole way up the mountain yeah but we finally made it Safe and sound. And it was beautiful. And it is very touristy. Like, we also, I was a little disappointed we didn't get to go stand on the bridge that gives you that, like, perfect view of the castle. Yeah. 
I was like really bummed about that, but for some reason it wasn't open and they wouldn't, it might've been COVID that they just had it shut down or yeah, something. Yeah, I'm not sure why the bridge was closed, but yeah. it was closed. But I kid you not, we're like approaching the castle and you can hear live music. Somebody is playing with a violin when you wish upon a star <laughs> from like the Disney theme song. I was like, I cannot believe this is happening. Like this feels like pretty cool. And then we get there and it's, you know, we took the official castle tour, but, um, but it's a little stale might be the best word yeah, for it. Yeah. It's a little stale. Like I, I don't know that I would necessarily recommend it because this castle is pretty unique. It's, it's really a pretty of, of all the castles out there, it's a pretty new castle. Right. Um, and it was built in the late 1800s, I think. Um, but nothing really ever happened there. No, nobody ever really lived there. Yeah. Like it, which is kind of sad, really. Oh, I can imagine for you especially because you're like, the history of all those places we go to is what makes it so amazing. Yeah. And then this is like kind of, there's not much history there. Yeah, I mean it is it is a beautiful castle and straight from a fairy tale, but yeah, no one ever having lived there, it just makes it feel odd. It just feels odd. Yeah, that yeah. a castle wasn't ever anybody's home. Yeah, well, and the story behind that is that King is it Ludwig? Yeah, Ludwig, Ludwig, <laughs> King Ludwig, <laughs> uh, King Ludwig the second actually commissioned it, and then he never really got to see it come to fruition because he was arrested um, there in his bedchamber, um, I believe at that castle, and taken to prison in Munich, and then was found the very next morning he drowned in the lake there. Mysteriously. Mysteriously, under mysterious circumstances, which is like, they said that, and that's all they said. And right. I was like, are you kidding me? You're not going to elaborate on that? Like, Yeah, what? it was like, they just drove by that fact real quickly and like yes. didn't tell any more of the story. Yeah. Oh, it was the weirdest thing because it seems like there's a lot there. But um, there are actually two different castles in that area um, and both are associated with King Ludwig II. Um, he grew up in the other castle that's there. And I don't even want to say the name of that. Hohenschwangau. Um, and so that castle is there. You can actually buy the tickets to both of the castles mm-hmm. and in one combination. And I wish we'd done that because that castle probably had a lot more history to it. Yeah, yeah. In retrospect, I wish we had done both as well. I didn't think that we would have time to, but yeah. I think we probably did have time to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wish we had done both. Yeah, and we like we walked around a little bit. There's a little monastery there uh, that we got to see, mm-hmm. and we uh, took the the bus and then subsequently the train back to Munich. Mm-hmm. We actually got to go to the Augustiner uh, beer garden that. Yes. We originally had set out to go to and had dinner there. The food was actually really, really good, mm-hmm. uh, which was the first kind of German meal that we had that we really, really enjoyed um, was there. Um, I think I had schnitzel. Um, yeah, I got like a charcuterie board. That's right. Yeah. Me. And it was really good. It was kind of what the waiter recommended. And it was like awesome. It was yeah. Great. We had a great waiter there. He was like mm-hmm. super nice and um very helpful and we had some beers yeah and just 
for y'all's reference, in case y'all do want to go to this one, um, it's August Steiner Braustuben. Um, so just FYI, um, it is on, well, it's not close to the glockenspiel. <laughs> so <laughs> no, just not. know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it was a little walk from the town center, but not terrible and, and worth worth the walk. It was a really, really cool place. Yeah. Our time in Munich was, was pretty short considering that we spent a whole day going to the New Schwanstein Castle, but um, loved True. everything that we did there was a lot of fun um, yeah. you can go see our youtube video uh, where we've got a lot of that there for you to actually see for yourself you can also keep up with us on social media um, tiktok and instagram are a couple that we're pretty active on yep. so go connect with us there tell us your munich experiences i know munich's a really popular place for a lot of people to go so tell us what we might have missed like yes. keep us keep us in the loop it's definitely a place we want to go back to so let us know what we need to hit up next time we're there. Yeah. I would say every place is pretty much a place we want to go back to. Yeah. Yeah. There's not very many stops that we had that, that we don't want to return to. It yeah. Was, it was a pretty great trip. Yeah. So, um, well, you guys, yes, find us on social media, subscribe on YouTube, subscribe wherever you're listening to the podcast, um, and uh, do it now because uh, life is short. Wonder well. <laughs>